Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where we unfold pages of the past, offering a lens to the future. I'm your host Chuck, and with me is the ever-curious Marco. Hello listeners. Today, we're diving deep into a dark chapter of American colonial history, the Salem Witch Trials. This eerie event in the late 17th century showcased a whirlpool of fear, superstition, and the deadly consequences that came with it. Before we get started, let's take a short break to hear from our sponsor. Wave goodbye to sugar-loaded boosts and say hello to Strike Force Energy. The energy drink additive revolutionizing how you power up, all without a single calorie or sugar. Just a squeeze, and you're set for action. Ready to make the switch? Visit StrikeForceEnergy.com. And for our listeners, spark your savings with an exclusive 20% discount. Just use code UTSALAX24 at checkout. Remember, UTSALAX24. Strike Force Energy, elevate every sip. And we're back. So, the Salem Witch Trials took place in 1692, amidst a time of religious fervor, strained Native American relations, and small-town paranoia. But, let's set the stage by looking at the lead-up to these trials. Absolutely Chuck. The Puritans who settled in New England were a pious lot. Their stern form of Protestantism was filled with superstitions and a belief in the supernatural. Any deviation from the norm was seen as a threat. Right, and in January 1692, Betty Paris, age 9, and her cousin Abigail Williams, age 11, the daughter and niece of Salem Village's minister Samuel Paris, began having fits. They screamed, threw things, uttered peculiar sounds and contorted themselves into strange positions. And these alarming symptoms soon found companions. Other young girls in the community began displaying similar bewildering behaviors. Before you know it, witchcraft was blamed, sparking a wildfire of accusations. Among the first to be accused were Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and a slave named Tatuba. Good was known as a homeless beggar, known for her ill temper, Osborne had remarried, not a common practice, and Tatuba, an enslaved woman of Caribbean descent, stood out for her differences. The accusations and trials escalated rapidly. People were accused of witchcraft based on spectral evidence or the accusers claiming to see the accused spirit or shape committing evil acts. You know Marco, it's bewildering how the courtroom accepted dreams and visions as legitimate evidence. Imagine being accused because someone had a bad taco and dreamt of you as a witch. Oh the irony, right? But let's take a closer look at how they determined who was a witch. One method was the swimming test, where accused witches were tied up and thrown into water. If they sank, they were innocent, but if they floated, they were guilty. Yeah, apparently, witches floated because they had renounced baptism, a logic that escapes modern sensibilities. There was also the practice of checking for witches' marks, any unusual moles or blemishes, where the devil might have left his mark. The community was in a vice grip of fear, and everyone was suspect. The trials were as erratic as the accusations. Some confessed to witchcraft, hoping for leniency, others stayed silent or proclaimed innocence, often meeting the gallows. Right, twenty were executed, five died in jail, and nearly two hundred were accused. The town was in tatters, relationships strained, and a heavy atmosphere of fear and suspicion lingered. And this dark chapter didn't close without leaving a lasting scar. 
the Salem witch trials are often cited as a cautionary tale about the dangers of isolationism, religious extremism, false accusations, and lapses in due process. Now, if you're a history buff and find yourself in Massachusetts, there are several spots you can visit. The Salem Witch Trials Memorial, the Witch House, and the Peabody Essex Museum are rich with relics from this grim chapter. There's also Gallows Hill, believed to be the site where the accused met their fate. It's a haunting reminder of the hysteria that once gripped the town. Before we wrap up, just a reminder dear listeners, to please like, rate, and share our podcast. Your support keeps the pages turning here at the History AI Podcast. Indeed. We hope you found today's episode enlightening and we look forward to bringing you more tales from the annals of history. Until next time.